Have you ever noticed when you're going through something that's challenging and you go to bed at night, it's just around the midnight hour that your mind starts to race and sometimes you even find yourself vexed by the thoughts and the troubles of that situation. Maybe that doesn't happen to you, but it certainly does to me. And it's generally when I have to get up very early the next morning. And I want to talk to you today about midnight, how appropriate as it is New Year's Eve and we are quickly approaching the the turn of a new year. Midnight, the hour when nothing should be happening, you should be sleeping, but is often the most active. If you look back in Bible times, you'll see, you know, it was in the book of Exodus at midnight when the angel of the Lord smote the firstborn, or in the book of Judges when Samson took the doors off of the gates of the city, it was at midnight. It was at midnight in the book of Kings where that woman swapped her dead child for the live one. It was at midnight when Paul and Silas sang praises to God. But I want to talk to you specifically about a story found in the book of Acts chapter 12 about Peter. Now, the Bible doesn't specifically say midnight, but it does say at night. So for argument's sake, we'll just say at night. And because Peter was sleeping, we'll reference it as midnight. It doesn't really make a difference what the hour is. It was definitely at a time when it was dark. The story of Peter when he was in prison, when we read the account of Peter's imprisonment, we, we could say that this case was, well, hopeless. But side note here, the Bible says that during this time, constant prayer was being offered up for Peter. Now, Peter was heavenly, heavily guarded. Four squads of soldiers is what the Bible says. And if I did my math right, I believe that comes out to be about 16 soldiers that were assigned to Peter specifically. He was kept behind two walls and an iron gate. The Bible says he was also placed between two guards and wrapped in not one, but two chains. They were definitely not taking any chances on Peter. They wanted him locked down. And this story is a great analogy of kind of what it's like when we find ourselves locked up in a prison, whether that's self-inflicted or something that we have inadvertently found ourselves in, whether physical or mental. But it's important to note here that Peter in this account was in total darkness. People who are surrounded by darkness, they often don't have any ability to see how bleak circumstances around them actually are. Really think about that statement. When you're in darkness, you cannot see what's actually going on around you. There's more power in that statement than I have time to talk about today. But let's talk about you or the situations that are surrounding you. Have you ever noticed how when a situation with a negative connotation arrives, it's like it just keeps going and going, and then it's often complicated by other fires you're trying to put out, and soon we, we find ourselves very much like Peter. We are weighed down by chains, and at some point, those chains become a part of us, and we almost begin to accept them as normal life. You know, you get tired of dealing with the same thing over and over and over again. I've, I've been there. 
You've prayed about it. You've prayed about it. You've prayed about it. And there's no answer and there's no end in sight. And so you almost accept that as, well, that's just the way that it's going to be. Something happens to us when we get like that. Have you ever heard of something called Stockholm Syndrome? This is where captives, uh, people who are kidnapped, often develop friendships with their captors. It's a survival instinct. Sometimes they even become defensive over them. It's, It's a way that the brain, it's a coping mechanism to get them through. This happens to us. We almost become attached to the bondages that are on our life. We get so used to chains and the things that are weighing us down that we begin to almost pet their existence in our lives. We'll even defend it. We'll go to great lengths to defend what is actually killing us because it has become natural to have that in our life. We, we can't imagine not having it in our life anymore. So here's Peter. He, he almost seems as if he has surrendered himself to knowing that this is the end for him. And the reason I know that is because when the angel shows up, which, hey, by the way, that angel showed up because those people were praying. The, the angel comes in. He says, hey, Peter, get your clothes on. Get your shoes on. We've got things to do. Now, I don't know about you, but I normally only take off my shoes when I'm at home. Uh, or I'm comfortable. And I certainly only take off my clothes when I'm in a place of privacy, a place that I feel safe. Peter had almost surrendered himself to this situation. He was so surrendered to it that he had taken off his sandals and he had taken off his garment. He laid it aside. Now, one of two things happened here. Either Peter had given up and was just willing to take fate as it happened, or Peter had the faith like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who said, go ahead and throw us in that fire because if you do, God will deliver us. And if he doesn't, he's still good. Or like Daniel who basically said, go ahead, just throw me in that lion's den because I know God will deliver me. Now, one of those two things was going on. That's a question I'll probably have to ask when I get to heaven because I'm really not going to know the answer. But you've probably heard this story before. You know Peter was rescued out of the prison by this angel. No doubt because those people never stopped praying for him, even when they thought it was too late. Now, Peter wasn't there for just, you know, a time out. He was going to die the next morning. He was going to be killed. I don't know about you and I don't know about the things in your life and about the situations that you're facing that you know ultimately are going to end in death, whether it be a physical death or a spiritual death, an emotional death. It, it, it doesn't matter. This going, something tra- tragic is going to happen there and you already know it. But those people refused to give in to that fear. They refused to give in. They prayed and they prayed and they prayed and they prayed and they absolutely were not going to stop. But my question to you is, what does your midnight look like? How many chains are heavy on your chest today? How dark is the situation? Does it look like the door of hope is closed? Can I remind you that in John 10 and 9, Jesus said, I am the door. And if any man enter, he shall be saved. 
In yesterday's podcast, I referred to a verse in Romans, it was actually Romans 4 and 17, that says, as it is written, I have made you the father of many nations in the presence of him whom he believed, God who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. But I love the verses that follow. Who contrary to hope, in hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations according to what was spoken, so shall your descendants be. And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God. And this is my favorite part. And being fully convinced that what he had promised, he was also able to perform. Wow. Abraham, over a hundred years old. Sarah, just as old. But God said, I'm going to give you a baby. I'm going to plant a seed. Abraham and Sarah both looked at each other thinking, what? (laughs) But the Bible says, Abraham decided, I'm going to believe God for who he is. I am going to believe that this same God who calls things out of nowhere, who creates something out of nothing, that he will give me what he promised. Today, we say goodbye to another year. 2020, wow, what a year. But within that same time of darkness that we say goodbye we also say hello to a new day. So if you're finding yourself at midnight, just know this, there is hope of a new day because even darkness has to obey his voice. Walls, gates of iron, chains, bondages, they cannot and they will not hold back the hand of the Lord. So do not stop praying. Do not stop fighting. And if you can't pray any longer, lean on somebody else who can. And if you don't know anybody who can, you can lean on me. I can. Get ready, friend. Because just like angel to- the angel told Peter, I'm telling you, get your shoes on. There are places to walk in 2021 that you haven't been before. It's a new season. It's a new day. And I am excited for your future. Have a good day. And as always, feel free to reach out to me at Studios at gmail.com.